Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hello, welcome to the Lazy Genius Podcast. I am Kendra Adachi, and I'm here to help you be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. Today, we're doing something a little different. This is a bonus episode. We might start playing around with some of these that are like deeply specific kinds of episodes in the future, or it might just be this one, I don't know. But I have had enough of you ask me to explain football that I'm gonna do a little bonus episode on understanding football. Now, uh, let me be clear here. I am not an expert. I am not an athlete. Uh, I have never, I have never been able to successfully throw a spiral, and I cannot adequately explain what a uh, nickel and dime offense is without asking someone or the internet for clarification. I don't know everything about football, mostly because no one does. Football is like really complex. There are so many uh, variations and plays and nuances, and but you don't have to know all of those in order to enjoy or understand the basics. So that is what we're going to do today. I'm going to explain the basics of football, mostly what the downs mean. That's what gets you. It's just so many numbers and they're very inconsistent, but I do love, love making football more palatable for people who like to sit on the couch on a Sunday afternoon or on a Thanksgiving day afternoon and not feel completely lost. Football becomes like way more fun as a viewer once you understand the basics. So let's talk about the basics. Okay, here we go. Ready? Number one, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go real basic. the The objective here is to score more points than the other team. Now, this is the foundation of most sports endeavors. You want to score points, and you want to score more than the other guys. There is one broad way that you score points in football. And that is that you move the football as a team from your end of the field or your territory into the other guy's territory, like enemy territory. And when you cross the line, when you cross a specific boundary with the football, you get points. Now, how you cross that boundary determines how many points you get. Okay. So the two main ways that you actually score points in football are a touchdown and a field goal. A touchdown is when your team moves the football across the actual goal line. The goal line is when the field, like literally when you're watching the NFL, the field moves from green to like very colorful. Every field has two goal lines, one at each end, one for each team. And if the ball crosses that goal line in an appropriate football way, you know, then the team scores a touchdown. A touchdown is worth six points. Now you might be like, no, wait, I thought a touchdown was seven points. Because scoring a touchdown is the hardest way to score in football. It's like you get a prize after 
when a team scores a touchdown, they get like a, a bonus turn. It's kind of like bowling a strike. You get a strike, you get another chance to go. You get a bonus turn. The same is true when you score a touchdown in football. You score a six-point touchdown, and then you get a choice. You get a choice to either kick an extra point, which is exactly what it sounds like. You kick the ball through the goalposts at that field, and uh, if the ball goes through those goalposts, you get an extra point. You kick an extra point. Now, your other choice is you can score two extra points if you choose what is called a two-point conversion. That is when the ball starts at a specific part of the field that's very, very close to the goal line. And the team has one chance, only one chance, to get the ball over the goal line. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like the team has a chance to score another touchdown, but you just get two points for it instead of six. So the main way that you score in football that you will see is a touchdown followed by an extra point. That's usually how things go. That's why most touchdowns are thought of as being worth seven points. Okay, are you with me? With me so far? Okay. The other main way that you can score in football is if you kick a field goal. A field goal is when you kick the ball from wherever you are on the field. And if that ball goes through those big yellow goalposts at the end of the field, then you get three points. Now, the closer you are to the goalposts, the more likely you are to score a field goal, which is again, three points. Okay. Now there is one other way to score in football, and that is a safety, which is worth two points, but we're not going to get into that quite yet. What we need to understand now is how you move the ball down the field. Okay, so imagine you have the offense of one team versus the defense of the other, right? The offense has the ball. They are in charge of the ball. That is called possession. They have possession of the football. You'll hear that a lot. Now that is, unless they become very careless and they lose that possession, which is called a turnover. They lost their turn. The other team gets a turn now. Now, if you think about movement of a ball in other sports, most sports have rules about how you do that, about how you move the ball. Like in basketball, you have to dribble or pass. You can't just like walk with the ball on your arms. There are rules of how you move a basketball. In golf, you move the ball by hitting it with a club. You cannot pick it up and throw it. In soccer, you move the ball by kicking it with your feet or bumping it with your head or chest, but you cannot pick it up with your hands or even let it touch your arms. So there are rules in all sports that involve a ball of how you can move the ball. Similarly, there are specific rules in football of how you're allowed to move the ball. The two primary ways, they start from the quarterback position. The quarterback is like football triage. The quarterback is the captain, the guy in charge, the one whose hands must direct the ball. So the football is placed on the field, like on the ground. An offensive player called the center, he puts his hand on the ball. He is bent over. He is angry. He is protective of that football. He is also in the center. That's why he's called a center. He is also in the center of a, of a line of equally bent over, angry, protective men. These men make up what is called the offensive line. It is a line of giant dudes who play for the offense of a team. And the center, who is in the center, listens very carefully to those funny sounds that you hear from the field. It's like, 
three, double, 13, 17, uh, hike, you know, the quarterback is the one making those sounds. And those sounds are him using like, uh, like code words to basically call a play or tell his teammates what they're doing. That's what a play is. It's like, this, this is what we have decided to do. You go here, you go here, you run this way, you block this guy. That's a play. Okay. Now the, the, he says, the quarterback says, hut, height, whatever. He grunts something. And then the center whose hand is on the ball, he hikes the ball or he tosses it very specifically through his legs to the waiting quarterback, right? The quarterback catches the ball. And then here is where the two movement choices come in. Okay. There are two general ways that the ball can be moved. The ball can either be passed from the quarterback to another player and not just any player. Like the quarterback cannot pass the ball to someone on the offensive line or the referee will call a penalty of an ineligible receiver. So that's like, that's one of the rules. You can only pass to specific teammates. Those teammates are usually a wide receiver or a tight end. Those are the two positions that you would normally hear that would catch a ball. That player must catch the ball in the air. And then they are allowed to run towards the other team's goal line or end zone. That's another word for the end of the field. They are allowed to run there until a defensive player takes them down, tackles them. Now for a tackle to count, the offensive player's knee must hit the ground. Like they're holding the ball, they're thrown down, their knee has to hit the ground. Or progress on the ball has to stop. Like, like you've seen before, you know, there are six guys in black jerseys around one guy in a blue jersey. And the guy in the blue jersey, he might not be on the ground, like his knee isn't on the ground, but he's not going anywhere. <laughs> like he's, the progress has been stopped. And that's when you'll hear a whistle and the ref is like, okay, good job, guys. That's as far as you're going to go. Thank you. Now that is a pass. That is a pass play. The quarterback throws the ball through the air to a receiver and that receiver might run, might get tackled immediately, might not catch the ball at all. The second way a quarterback can triage the ball and move it down the field is with a run play. A run is when, also sometimes called a rush, is when the quarterback literally hands the ball to a running back, that's the position, and the running back takes that ball and starts running with it. And then the same rules apply. He runs until he's tackled or the ball's progress stops. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Squarespace. I don't know if you've checked out my website lately, but she just got an upgrade and we did it with Squarespace. With Squarespace, it is so easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. My team recently updated our Squarespace site to use Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. It's seriously so cool. It's mobile layout display. It lets us see what people see on their own mobile devices as we make edits and updates. And 78% of you visit the site on your mobile device. So making sure what you see looks and performs the way it's meant to matters to me. If you want to build a new website, try out Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash lazy genius to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. 
Last year, Kaz and I went to Italy, and holy moly, what a trip. The museums, the food, the culture. At least once a week, I still think about the gelato. One thing that would have been nice, though, is to know actual Italian. We used translation apps, and we made it work, but I love that I can start learning new languages for future trips now with Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with 25 languages to choose from. I can learn on the go with downloadable offline lessons in the app or at my desktop. My favorite feature, though, is True Accent, which gives me feedback on how well I'm pronouncing words as I'm learning them. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Lazy Genius Podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com genius. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com genius today. I found Olive in June in 2020 when we were all looking for new hobbies and things to do. Well, now almost four years later, doing my nails at home with my daughter, Annie, and Olive in June's Manny system is still one of the things I look forward to every week. Olive in June makes it easy to get a salon-worthy manicure from the comfort of your home. The Manny system has everything you need in one box, salon-grade tools designed just for DIY, and your choice of six polish colors. And y'all, the colors they make are stunning. Annie and I just tried out their new colors for Valentine's day i'm wearing love note a sparkly nude that matches my skin tone and annie is wearing bouquet a shimmery pink that matches her personality plus olive and june's polish is chip resistant and lasts for seven days visit oliveandjune.com slash lazy genius for 20 percent off your first manny system that's o-l-i-v-e-a-n-d-j-u-n-e.com slash l-a-z-y-g-e-n-i-u-s for 20 percent off your first manny system This episode is sponsored by Ritual. The days are getting longer, but it's still tough to get the recommended vitamin D from sunshine alone, not to mention the risks we take with sun exposure. That's why I love that my multivitamin is helping me out. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus, that's the one I take, was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% in a clinical study. And for someone like me who likes to move but has glass knees, I'll take all the extra support from my multivitamin I can get. Ritual's multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO, project verified, flute and major allergen free, and gentle on an empty stomach. Plus, each bottle has a minty essence that makes taking them actually enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash lazy genius. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash lazy genius for 20% off. Okay, so to recap, there are two ways you can move the ball down the field, right? You can pass it. You can run it. And both of those decisions originate with the quarterback. Okay, now let's talk about downs. Downs are the logistical guardrails that determine how long a team can keep the ball. How long do they get to have their turn? Okay, when an offense gets the ball at the start of their turn, and an offense will have many turns in a game, many, many turns, they get, listen carefully, here it is. They get four tries to move the ball 10 yards, okay? Four tries to move the ball 10 yards. Now, a football is 100 yards long. So a team gets four tries to move 10 yards. If they move 10 yards, 
um, in, in one try, two tries, three tries, whatever, how many tries within four, then they get a new set of four tries to move 10 yards. These tries are called downs. So the most common down language you will hear is first and 10. Okay. First and 10, you'll see first and 10 at the 35 yard line, whatever. The first number, when you see third, you know, first and 10, second and three, third and 17, like whatever. The first number in that phrasing is the down that they are on, the try that they're on. Okay. That's the first number. The second number is how many yards they have left to go in order to get a new set of turns or a new set of downs in order to keep playing. So if you see second and six, that means the offense is on their second turn. Remember, they have four. They have four before they have to give the ball back to the other team. So they're on their second turn, and they need to move the ball six more yards. So a team might start at first and 10. Both teams line up around the football. Uh, the, quarterback, the quarterback makes his noises. And let's say he passes to a receiver, but the receiver does not catch it. Okay, that's one of their turns. They lost one. They're on their second turn now. They're second down. And because the pass was not caught, they call that an incomplete pass, by the way, that means that the offense didn't chip away at the 10 yards they're trying to, they're trying to get. So now the numbers will be second and 10. It's their second turn and they still have 10 yards to go. Okay. Now let's say the next play is a run play and the running back moves the ball forward three yards. That means it's now third and seven. They did not get 10 yards yet, so they're still in their four turns. It's their third turn, and they have seven yards to get. So that's third and seven. Okay. Now, here's an important thing to know about four downs. If it's a team's fourth down, which means it's their last try, right? They don't get the yards they need. Then they have to give the ball to the other team wherever they are on the field, wherever the offense is on the field, wherever they are. It doesn't matter. So if an offense is let's say close to their own end zone, which is actually not the end zone they score. Remember you score in the other team's end zone, you invade their territory. So if a team, an offensive team is backed up, you'll hear that from commentators. If they're backed up in their own territory, they don't want to spend their fourth down trying to move the ball a little bit, right? Because if they miss it, the other team is going to get the ball super close to where that other team can score. And this is where we introduce the punt, the punt. A punt is when a team that is on their last turn, they're on their fourth down, they want to move the ball as far away from the other team as they can. It's when they kick the ball as far as they can from where they are. It's almost like, it's like a childish game of keep away. It's like they kick the ball so far on their last turn so that when the opposing team gets their turn, they just have a longer way to go. Okay. Now you might say, why wouldn't they kick a field goal? If a team can't score a touchdown and they're too far away, can they kick a field goal on their fourth turn? Yes, they can. And many of them do when they're close enough to the goalposts to make it. But if they're just too far away, they will punt. So most of the time when it's fourth down, you'll see a team punt. They'll punt the ball away. They'll They'll kick it far away from their own territory, from their own end zone to make it harder for the other team once that other team gets their turn to uh, score. They've got a longer way to go to, before they score. Okay. 
Now, um, a difference here is let's say it's towards the end of a game. Let's say the offensive team is uh, down a touchdown. Okay, they're behind, they're behind the other team by seven points. And let's say there's only like a minute or two left in the game. Okay, there's not a lot of time left. That team will be in what you will hear commentators call four down territory. That means that a team will use all four of their downs to try to move forward. Always. Because like, what's the point of punting? The game is almost over and they need to score. So they will risk. They will risk turning the ball over to the other team because they want to score points. And so they're going to use every single chance they get. They're going to use every down that they can. Okay, so to recap, a team gets four tries to move 10 yards. Now they can move way more than 10. They can run the length of the field in one play. 10 is not a limit. It is a minimum requirement. Okay, now one thing that's important to know is what is called the line of scrimmage. The, the ball is placed in a very specific position on the field. It's where a knee went down. It's where a player caught the ball after a punt and said, you know what, this is good. I'm going to call a fair catch and I'm not going to run with this. This field position is good. Field position is where the ball is. And the referees are in charge of placing the football in the most accurate position they can based on wherever a player's body was when that player was holding the ball. Now, at the start of a play um, or at the start of a turn, you know, one of those four turns, one of those downs. At the start of that, the ball is placed on the line of scrimmage. Then what happens, the reason it's called that is because uh, the offense and defense line up on either side of that line of scrimmage, on either side of the ball. The defense is like, no, you cannot come this way with your ball. And the offense is like, watch me. And then they all crash into each other. So the funny thing about football that I find absolutely fascinating is that if a team is at third and one, okay, it's their third turn, they have one yard to go, right? They don't need a huge play. They don't need a touchdown. They literally just need to carry the ball one yard past the line of scrimmage. One yard. That's it. Let's talk about start small. That's why football is so complex from a coaching and playing perspective. There are so many variables, so many kinds of plays you can run. Um, we have talked about quarterback sneaks or play action, or if the quarterback is in a shotgun position, we don't, we don't have to do that right now. Um, but all of those variables make the game super, super interesting. But the place you start is right here. We start small right here. You just need to understand that there are rules of how a team can move the ball. They pass it or they run it. And that they just can't keep the ball forever, right? There have to be some guidelines on how long you get to have a turn. If you can't move the ball 10 yards and four tries, sorry, you lost your turn. The other team gets a shot now. As long as you understand that, you can keep up with football. You can learn the other stuff slowly as you uh, like loosely know what's happening in a game. You don't have to know nickel and dime defenses. You don't have to know what it means when somebody says the quarterback is in the pocket or strong side versus weak side. You don't have to know that stuff. You can enjoy the game without those things. Okay, two more glossary terms real quick. The first is a sack. A sack is when the quarterback is uh, holding the ball 
He's looking around. He's trying to figure out who's going to pass to. And a defensive player gets to him before he can pass and tackles him behind the line of scrimmage, which means the team lost yards. Oh, no. So now they're in the red. Now they have to go more than 10 yards because the 10 yards begins from wherever the line of scrimmage is on the first down. If the ball starts on the 47-yard line and a quarterback gets sacked at the 35-yard line behind him, 12 yards back from where he started, that means the new line of scrimmage is at the 35-yard line where the quarterback was sacked. But that team has now, uh, they have to go 22 yards now. They have to go the 10 from where they started plus the 12 they lost from the sack. You will know, by the way, how the refs are measuring those 10 yards, because there are two giant orange sticks on the sideline connected by a chain that is, you guessed it, 10 yards long. So when they say bring out the chains, which makes me want to say bring out Jedid, that that means the football's location is so close to that 10-yard mark that they have to bring the chains onto the field and measure super, super close so they can really, really tell if a team gets a new set of downs, if they can keep playing. But a sack, back to the glossary thing, a sack is when a quarterback is tackled while holding the football and loses yards. One other term that I mentioned earlier is the safety. So a safety is when a defensive player tackles an offensive player who is holding the football in the offense's end zone, that painted part of the field on the other end. So it's kind of like a reverse touchdown. If you can keep an offensive team backed up into their own end zone where they have literally the entire football field to go in order to score a touchdown or a field goal, and you tackle the quarterback or a running back who's holding the ball but is inside his own team's end zone, inside that painted part past the goal line, if you tackle him, you earn two points for your team. It's called a safety. And that's the only other way that you can uh, score in football other than a touchdown or a field goal. Okay. One final thing. Penalties. Okay. There are rules in football. And if you break one of those rules, it's called a penalty. You'll know there's a penalty because one of the refs will throw a flag. You'll see flag on the play. That's what you'll hear someone say. So each ref has a yellow flag in his or her belt. There are female NFL referees, by the way. Yes, her is correct. I'm such a huge fan of this. Um, And that ref will throw his or her yellow flag onto the field, like right away, when they see another player breaking a rule. Okay? So, like, uh, for example, when an offensive player starts moving before the ball is hiked, because they're not allowed to do that. They have to be, like, super dupe still. That's a false start. There's a penalty for that. When a defensive player pulls on the jersey of an offensive player who's trying to catch the pass, catch the ball, that's called pass interference. That's a penalty. When a player has a beef with another opposing player and like taunts them or pushes them or something, that is called unsportsmanlike conduct. That is a penalty. So you will see penalties happen all the time, okay? Now, usually the consequence for a penalty is a loss of yards, like a five or 10 yard penalty, which means the team, if a penalty is against the offense, the team that has the ball, if they do something wrong, if they break a rule, their penalty is they 
uh, have to add another five or 10 yards to the length that they're trying to go in their four turns. Okay. Or let's say it's a defensive penalty. Sometimes a penalty, if a, if the defense does something like truly egregious, uh, it is, it results in what is called an automatic first down. So that means like, let's say an offensive team, it's third down and 26. It's third and 26. You guys, it's their third turn. Remember, most people are punting on their fourth turn. So really it's their last turn to move forward, you know, to actually try to make something happen. 20, 26 yards is a, uh, a super long way uh, to go in one turn, you know. But let's say there's like a pass interference penalty on the defense. The offense gets an automatic first down. They automatically get to start over at first and 10. So penalties can be like a really, they can be a really big deal. Speaking of what's a really big deal, this is a lot. How you feeling? How we doing? Here's what I want you to do. I want you to watch a football game this weekend and just pay attention. Watch the way the teams move. Be like, that's a pass. That's a rush or run. Like just sort of name those simple things. Practice the downs. You know, look at those numbers and go, you can say it to yourself or out loud. You're like, okay, it's their second turn. They have to go seven yards. Like practice understanding those things. Start small with football. Just get used to understanding the downs. Just get used to understanding like it's offense and defense and they're moving the ball. Like start there. Then you can start adding other stuff if you want, but you don't have to. You can actually really enjoy football with a pretty basic understanding and downs are what gets you. So I hope that this clarifies that a little bit. Uh, and that is the uh, this bonus episode of the Lazy Genius Guide to Understanding Football. Thank you for listening to this bonus episode. I hope you had as much fun as I did. And until next time, be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. I'm Kendra. I'll see you Monday. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.